Happy 4th of July, wherever you're checking us out here on BetMGM tonight. Bill Rowland, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, right here on the BetQL Network. Having a little fun and trying to make a little money on this Tuesday evening. We've talked a lot of NBA, a little NFL. Let's talk some baseball, where if you've got your uh, crystal ball handy, Bill, look into that thing for me. In the American League East, Tampa Bay is such a heavy favorite at minus 800. Everybody's over 500 in the division right now. The Toronto Blue Jays, the fourth place team, would be the first place team in three different divisions. Can I talk you into a Toronto long shot ticket? Maybe a Baltimore or a Yankees at 11 to 1? Or is this thing Tampa's division already? I mean, I, I probably, Sean, to be honest with you, would not lay any money with anybody in this division because Tampa Bay would just say minus 800. That those are not great odds. I'm not going to lay uh, 800 to win 100 on that one. It, but I don't think anybody's going to catch them. So I'm not going to put a sprinkle on Baltimore, the Yankees. I mean, Baltimore had a shot, and then they just dropped uh, what the first two in the series with New York. So they're now six games back. New York's there at eight with no Aaron Judge. Toronto scuffling at ten and a half back, and the Red Sox way behind the pack there, 500 after their loss today, uh, 13 games out. So it's Tampa Bay's to win. There's no more value on the Rays ever since they started the season, what, 13, 14, and 0, whatever it was. That division's kind of been wrapped up since then. You haven't been able to get real good value on So, yeah, I'll pass on that one. As good as the AL East is, that's how, meh, the AL Central is. You got the Minnesota Twins leading the way, ho-hum at 44 and 33. You got the Guardians in second place, only a game and a half back. You can get a pretty good long shot ticket on Detroit or the White Sox. I think ultimately, though, the Twins end up winning the Central. Yeah, I, I think the Twins probably will. I actually probably about a month and a half or so ago, late a little bit, I have a Cleveland AL Central Futures ticket that I got at like plus three-something. So – I'm hoping that they will, but it, the more I hear from Cleveland, and I don't know why anybody in the AL Central would just throw in the white flag other than they say, well, we're going to get one playoff series, so who cares? Because any of those teams, Cleveland, Detroit, even Chicago, if they got things going in the right direction, could run down Minnesota. Do, are we fearful that the Twins are suddenly just going to run away and win this thing by a dozen games? They don't seem that way to me, so – I wish Cleveland or somebody would make a move before the deadline to at least put a little pressure. But if nobody does and they start selling things off, then, yeah, it's going to be the Twins to win this division. They've got to be a little disappointing, right? Just, what, a game over 500, a little bit past the halfway point? I think we thought they were going to be better than this. Bill, was that a Freudian slip or was that a dig at my Kansas City Royals? Because you say you don't know why anybody would throw out the white flag. Well, let me tell you why. Because the Royals absolutely suck at the game of baseball. They've been outscored by 141 runs. They've lost two games in a row. Big surprise. They're 36 games under 500. Good enough for a 291 winning percentage. And they're 18 and a half games back in the worst division in all of baseball. So with all due respect, there is one team that should throw up the white flag, and they're called the Royals. Here's the thing, Sean. I try to, as gently as I can, leave Kansas City out of a lot of the baseball conversation right now because I went to college with their general manager. I am friends with their GM. So I do my best to not tear down the Royals because out of respect for my buddy J.J. Piccolo. 
So well, that's you're, a, why. you're a better man than me. I absolutely every I everybody that I went to college I with, I buried them at every opportunity <laughs> I can. So JJ and his yeah, team many, probably. Go ahead. How many of those? How many of those guys that you went to college with are running professional sports teams, though, Sean? Touche. I think the only <laughs> baseball buddy that I have, to be fair, since we're going down this path with the hell, it's July sure. 4th. I was roommates with the Boston Red Sox scout that, that brought in Tanner. Okay. So he's become okay. a big league scout. We used to do radio. He's maybe my first radio partner, actually. He decided he was smarter than us. He got out of this, and he went just the baseball right. route. And, yeah, ended up, now he's a scout for the Red Sox. Anyway, uh, nice. let's, get out, let's get out of the Central because it sucks, and let's move on to the West Side. Tupac said the West Side is the best side, and he's right. Where the Texas Rangers are leading the way at 51-35, and 35. Astros always there, 10 games over 500, three games back. And then you've got the Angels, and we talked about them a little bit, Bill, earlier. Otani on pace for 60 home runs. Mike Trout back on the injured list. Let me ask you this. Do they finish over 500 by the time the season's over? They're 45 and 42 right now. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll say yes, that they will. Only because with this balanced Major League Baseball schedule, they're going to get some more games against some of the more dregs over in the National League as well. Now, it would be nice if they got 19 games against the A's, obviously. But, yeah, I think they'll be able to finish above 500. As long as this Trout injury is only for as long as they say it is, which is a month. With the All-Star break, he gets a little bit uh, a less time missed as far as games. So if he can be back by, say, August 1st, yeah, I think they'll still finish 500. I'm still not sold on them being a playoff team. Still not sold on them having any shot at re-signing Otani. But, yeah, they'll finish above 500. You can get Houston to win the division right now, basically at even money, plus 115. Texas, the favorite, at minus 115. You can play the Angels at 12-1. to 1. What about the Mariners, Bill? They've worked their way back to 500. They were some people's sexy preseason pick. They've won four games in a row. Any reason to put a long-shot ticket on Seattle? You know what? I think it's going to be tough. I, I love the young kids that they have there. I mean, a guy like George Kirby's been fun to watch. Of course, Julio Rodriguez. He's going to have a great time here with the All-Star game there in Seattle. I'm sure Ken Griffey Jr. is going to come out and kind of do a passing of the torch type thing. Like this is the next new young stud guy for them in Seattle. But the, it, just the way Texas has been playing, even after DeGrom went down, Texas has continued uh, to just pound the baseball, one of the best offenses in the major leagues. Houston is Houston. They're going to be there. They're going to get a little bit more healthy. They're going to stick in the race. And, again, the Angels with Otani, with Brandon Drury, when Mike Trout gets back, they've got a pretty good lineup as well. If Anthony Rendon ever gets healthy again, probably not. But if he does – I think it's just too tough for Seattle to, again, climb over those teams. Only a game and a half behind the Angels, but I think they would have a hard time getting to the top and even getting to a wild card this year. By the way, BetMGM thinks the Rangers are legit. The only American League teams with better World Series odds, the Rays, no surprise, at plus 450. Then you got Houston, 9-1 to odds, and the same thing with the Rangers, 9-1. to So they're finally getting their respect that I think they've tried to get all season long 
Speaking of trying it's, to get respect, you're you're pumped right there. He's are you late on dinner or something, Sean? What are you doing there? He is just all over it. I don't. I think he's <laughs> I upset the same reason I am because the neighbors won't turn the base down. All right. While we're talking <laughs> Major League Baseball futures, you go out to the East. It's already over. Bet MGM has Atlanta at yeah. minus ten thousand. Have you had enough? I mean, it's July 4th. Maybe you've had a couple of pops. Would you play the Phillies or the Marlins at 35 to 1? How about this one, man? How many pops did you have to have to play the Mets at 150 to 1 to win the division? I mean, uh, uh, better chance is how do you play the Mets as far as are they going to get to 500? Because there's seven games out right now of 500. So, you know, they've gotten a little bit better here as of late. They've won three in a row, as Zach, our producer, points out. They've won three straight. Three straight, and they're still 18 and a half out on July 4th. <laughs> it's over for those Mets. The question is, will they sell off? I know Steve Cohen in his press conference last week talked about, I feel, I'm confident in our manager. I'm confident in our GM. And, you know, we'll see. We have to, you know, see how the next month goes. As they get closer to the trade deadline, do we think that the Mets, the $300 million-plus Mets, would be sellers at the deadline? Because right now the Mets are six and a half out of the wild card. Six and a half. Now that you say it out loud, that doesn't sound that bad compared to what it looks like that I've seen with my own two eyes. The Mets have looked terrible this year. They've gotten outscored. They, the problem with the Mets, obviously, has been they're over, they, they paid a lot of money, especially for the top end of their pitching staff. If you're asking me, are the Mets sellers, I think the answer is no, because that would really be waving the white flag. That would really be saying, all right, we completely screwed this thing up. I will say the body language. I didn't love from the general manager. I saw what you're talking about last week where he came out. He said he's going to write the ship. He still believes in this team. and all. He said all the right things. The body language told me a little bit different, kind of like somebody who knows they did something wrong and they're just really hoping to get away <laughs> with it. They're kind of trying to fool us. And, I'm one of those people. You know, you try to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. That's what he sounded like. So I think he's going to stick with it. I'd be very surprised if the Mets actually break this thing up. I would be too, but they've got here, – here are your wild cards right now in the National League. The Marlins, the Dodgers, and the Phillies. Well, the Phillies are, are tied with the Giants and Brewers. So those would be your top three of those five are going to make it. you got the Cubs, six back. You've got the Pirates, six back. And then the Mets – and Padres both there at six and a half. So you could probably throw the Pirates out. You figure that they're going to fade at some point back behind them. But can they catch, talking about the Mets here, the Brewers, the Giants, and or the Phillies, because they'd have to pass all three of them, or you throw the Marlins in there. Right now they're 10 games behind the Marlins. Who do you not trust of that group of teams that the Mets can then catch? The greatest thing Bud Selig ever did when he was the commissioner of baseball was added the wild card. And there were a lot of things that he screwed up, the steroids era, the all-star game for the World Series, a lot of different things. But, man, he got that one right because think about what you're talking about right now. You're bringing up teams like the Chicago Cubs, who are six yep. games under 500, and they stink. You're talking about the Pirates, same thing. It feels like the Padres, same thing, seven games under 500. But when Selig added that wild card – Almost every single city and their fan base with like a week left in the season, 10 days, 
does what you just did. They go, well, what about this team? They're still technically in it. Maybe they can get hot, and they can. I just don't really see any of those teams outside of – you talk about the Marlins. I think the Marlins are – I think they've we've seen 87 games out of them at this point to know that they're not a fluke, right? Maybe they're just a little bit ahead of pace with their young team. And Alcantara hasn't even been that good, so you would think that they're probably they're, they're going to be all right here in the second half of the season. We know what the Phillies did last year, so that's a legit team. So if you're talking about real chances at a wild card, the Mets have a lot of legitimate teams they have to leapfrog. I don't see it happening. It's going to be tough. And and even over in the American League, it's just as wild over there where you've got Baltimore, Houston, and the Yankees right now are your three wild cards. Toronto's only two and a half back. The Angels are only three and a half back. And the last in the ALEs, Boston Red Sox, just five out of the wild card. And they sit there at 500. So they probably feel like they have a chance, although I think most people that are there in New England that are Boston fans feel like this is a lost season already, and yet they're five out of the wild card here on July 4th. I think the Red Sox will end up ultimately being sellers uh, because they don't think that they can catch you know, Toronto, New York, Baltimore. They just don't feel like they, they can get it done. So they'll probably sell off at the end of July, keep this rebuild thing that uh, – that Hein Bloom has going on. But yeah, in the National League, I just don't how if you're the Mets, you gotta climb over four other teams to even be there to threaten the wild card, let alone get in it. That's a lot. A lot to ask of a team who just hasn't been able to put it together. So the Angels are playing right now. Bad news. Otani left the game. Looks like a cracked finger yeah. now, still from his last start. So now he's out at least for tonight. We know that Mike Trout's going to be out at least for the next couple of weeks. It feels like if you have an Angels ticket, you might as well just roll that thing up and smoke it like Snoop Dogg because I just can't see it happening, especially we talk about the imbalanced schedule. The Angels have to play a lot of games the rest of the way against the Astros, the Rangers, and they still got like a dozen left with the Mariners too. So now that I think about it, the Angels, their only hope is this, and you tell me if there's a chance this happens. Any chance they open the purse strings at the trade deadline and they go, all right, we're going to buy our way to the playoffs, maybe even the division, just to keep Otani long-term? I mean, that has to be the play when their owner comes out and says a couple weeks ago that they are not going to trade Otani before the deadline. They're going to make a run for the playoffs. And he's basically shown his hand and said, look, we're not going to get anything for him. He's going to leave in free agency. They'll get the free agency, you know, type A compensation or whatever convoluted thing that baseball does these days. So look at something in, as far as draft picks go. But they're not going to get anything else for him. So they're all in. So it would not surprise me if they have to try to make another move. Maybe they're the ones that talk to the White Sox and try to pry Giolito away from them or try to fly, uh, pry excuse me, Dylan Cease away from them. There's going to be a lot of different pitchers that are out there on the market. Even a guy like a James Paxson, who's kind of had a resurgence with the Red Sox, he's going to be available. They may make that move just to do anything that they can to try to get themselves to the playoffs and maybe, maybe find a way that they can get, convince Otani to stick around. But again, I just don't see it. It's worth it, though. If that's your only shot, yeah. if you just throw everything against the wall, see what sticks, spends a bunch of money, get some pitchers, maybe you're a wild card team, and then maybe you sneak in the back door and you end up in the World Series and Otani goes, you know what? I think I want to give it 
a shot again. We'll keep you updated on his health as the show rolls on. Coming up next, we play a game of bet it or forget it. You're locked into the BetQL Network.